When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On SEN Tassie Breakfast, questions without notice. It is, and it's thanks to Amir Safety, your Australian-owned workwear and PPE provider. We just ran the tape back over the last segment. And umpire's call, wasn't it? Mm. Umpire's call. Yeah. Well, I got away with one. There might think, have been a little tickle down the leg side, but it didn't come a, up. It didn't come up on big Tico. tickle down the leg side, I think. Hey, Tim. SEN is running its AFL fan survey this week, so I'm going to ask you a question from it. The what? biggest issue the AFL must address is grassroots footy, country leagues, cost of going to the game, making the game safer to play, or equalisation of teams. What's the biggest issue out of those, please? How much does it cost to go to the game? Really? Out of all those? I'm asking a question. I can't say if that's the problem. I don't know. What would you think that's the biggest issue out of those five? I'm not. I'm asking what it is. What What is it? Yeah, what, well, what is the is cost? Too How expensive? much? Well, oh, I don't know. Oh, right. I see. Well, I don't know if you've noticed. Depends. We haven't got AFL footy down here. Oh, yeah, we do. Uh, depends where you go and who you see and where you sit, I reckon. Would be all determined. Well, I think it's it's probably always going to be grassroots footy and making sure that that's strong. Because if it's not and they're playing other sports... Yep then viewership, interest, talent coming through, everything's going to drop off. That, I is, think that the, is the hotbed. That's where it starts and finishes, Brent. I think the most important one of that is making the game safer to play at the moment. All the talk around concussion, etc., and how they're going to fix that. That might just be the yeah. issue in the game right now. Oh. And I don't no, think I, think it's, I think that's a bit further down the track. I don't think we're quite there yet. Don't you? Not like NFL or, you know, mm. when there's big lawsuits. Well, that's but what I mean, I mean you're though. signing up. You could to, get there. No, well, I think it'll just be, you're signing up. You know what you, you know, it's like when you, it's like joining the army. And Is that what it's going to get to? You're signing a waiver saying, I, think so. I know I you could have potentially have brain injury. But it's part of the yeah. job. Unfortunately, mm. accidents happen. And, and I think the AFL is actually doing a great job in trying to stamp it out and to make it a safer place. Four players, but it's it's at times unavoidable. Let us know what you think. Oh four three seven double five two five three five. Out of those five topics I just mentioned, which one is the most important issue in the AFL right now? Over to you, Tim. Brent, what is your opinion on the NBL all teams becoming positionless? Interesting. Yeah, interesting. Well, the AFL could... has been for years. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, look, you could end up with five point guards, couldn't you, in the All-NBL first team? Why not? Well, yeah, I, d- I don't know if I like it. I think that's what that's the intrigue about it, or trying to find people to play in the right position. So just being able to chuck five people that could potentially play the same, you, you, you wouldn't, I guess. But Are we the first league to do this? Not sure. No. The NBA have just changed it too, according to Hammer. So we're just copying them? <laughs> Okay, well, that's original. 
Uh, Tim, Jared Whaley said the T20 series between Australia and India has been a bit crass in terms of content. Mike Hussey said, said it being played straight after the World Cup certainly cheapens the series. Do you agree with those sentiments? You know I do. Yep. And our listeners know I do. What didn't did, watch it. What did we dub it? <laughs> the Who Before Cares it Cup. started. The Who Cares Cup. And then we haven't watched it since. I get up and check the scores. Although on Monday I also forgot they were on. So I didn't. But yeah, it's just a nothing series. Unfortunately, and, that, and I hate saying that because there's 12 or 13 players over there who are playing for their country yep. and, and loving it, mm-hmm. and it's a huge opportunity for them. It's a huge privilege for them, but f- stop oversaturating the market. We are not, like the Indians love it, and they're, they're packing it. People in Australia, if you oversaturate it and you try and overdo it, the Big Bash is a perfect example of people just go, mm-hmm. I've had enough. We've seen enough. Yep. Spot on. Less is more. Yep. Thank you. Oh, Jesus, Hamish. What are these questions he's written? This is going to take me an hour to read, Hammer. Brent, I want you to balance your media cap with your Eagles hat. Are you concerned about some of the coverage Harley Reid is receiving in the West, particularly from the Western Australian? And does it remind you of what happened with Jack Watts? He has been on the front or back page of the Western Australian 19 times in the last 16 days. Is that right? Can he handle that? I suppose you'd rather have it in Perth than Melbourne. Yeah. And look, to be fair, he's had this for a while. I mean, not to that extent, but he's been in the news for a long time. So you'd think by now someone would have got hold of him and sat him down and tried to keep his... Well, I don't think he can control it. No, he can't. That's right. That's right. He can't. So you've got to deal with it. Is it ideal? Probably not. 19 times in 16 days. that's, That's Tim Payne areas. Well, for a few weeks there, we've <laughs> probably had him covered, I reckon. <laughs> yes. No, it's it's not ideal, but it is what it is. I think number one draft pick, generational players, we've kept, we've settled on the show a lot of times, so it comes with the territory. Two-team town. Boy, I hope he's good. <sighs> I hope he is all too. of this. I do too. It's going to be something to watch. And if he's not and it ends up being a Jack Watt situation, it's quite it's quite sad to watch. Yeah. And I haven't seen him at all, but he looks big. Yeah, he's ready to go. Well, yeah, he is. He, he looks big when he's playing against, but is that going to work at the next level? We've all seen big kids not become big men. Here's a question for you, Tim. And it'll be interesting your answer after the criticism you gave in the opening segment before. What was your favourite ground to play test cricket at in Australia? Adelaide Oval. Most of the time. Since the renovation? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Why, uh, why? Well, the MCG on Boxing Day, you cannot beat. Yeah. Like, you just cannot beat it. Mm. So, why um, didn't you say the MCG? Because, in general, the Adelaide Test Match and the Adelaide Oval became my favourite because it's, it's like the perfect mix of stadium and old school. Mm-hmm. And the Pink Test is the perfect mix of party and cricket. And Adelaide do it brilliantly. The city just embrace the pink test match like the, the whole back oval is like a party and then they come out and they're in and out and it's all happening mm-hmm. it is a great test match the day i love the day night i didn't love the pink ball as much but the day night test concept the way adelaide embraced it and the the new part of the ground and the facilities are as good as anywhere in the world but they've still got the scoreboard and the heritage yep. hill the hill sorry and the heritage scoreboard and stuff like that and um, yeah, so for me, it was always 
The Adelaide Oval test was the one I look forward to. Brent, do you think we could actually see Dwight Howard in the NBL? Do you think it would work? And do you want to see it? Yes, I do think we could see him. Yes, it would work. And yes, I'd love to see it. Imagine someone of his calibre coming and playing here and the attention that would get. And of course, when Lamelo Ball came and played here, I know different ends of their career, obviously, mm-hmm. but absolutely it could work and it'd be magnificent. I think we've got some audio of Dave Stevenson, our man, the NBL CEO, talking on Dwayne's World about this. Let's have a listen to it. We've been having uh, lots of conversations with Dwight over an extended period of time, and he's seen value in the strength of the league and He's still got aspirations to get back into the NBA. I know he's, he's playing overseas at the moment. But it, it's been uh, surprising coming into this role of how many ex-NBA players are wanting to come and play in, in the NBL. Pretty exciting if we can get that done. Probably time for one more quick one, Tim. Yeah, but is it exciting? Because do we, don't, we don't want washed up ones. No, but gee. How old is he? 37, I think. Currently playing overseas. I'm just look at his record: M- NBA champion, eight-time NBA All-Star, five-time All-NBA First Team. Goes on and on and on. Oh, he's a oh, freak. He's a great player. But I'm saying my point is we don't want. A, Steve, I said there we've had a number of older mm-hmm. NBA players. I don't think we want it to become. No, you don't. You kind don't. of like cricket Tasmania came 25 years ago. Yep. Where you just oh, people just come in to collect a paycheck. Yep. And finish their career with a bit of extra money. They're actually not making the league better Fair or cool. players around them better. You want to get the right imports and the right people at the right age. I mean, we're not going to pull the mellow ball out every no every year, but there's some good ones out there. The guy who's playing in Perth. Yep. Sar. Number one pick, Alex potentially. Yep. That's the type of player I think you want. And the same with the Big Bash. I think we got stuck in the retired Kevin Petersons, Kumar Sangakaras. Rather than going to the I know he's not coming, but the Harry Brooks, the Rashid Khans, the actual superstars of the game is what he's going to drive people through the gates, not retired ex-players who were greats. Speaking of BBL, what about the stitch-up from Hammer on the video he put up the other day when we are talking about how the, the Hurricanes curse for the imports? Didn't put the bit about Rana Naveed, and we just got smashed on social saying, where's Rana, where's Rana? Yeah. Hammer just cut it out. We, we spoke, spoke about him at length. At length. At length, Hamish. (laughs) And we just copped it online, every platform under the sun. Hey, we're off to a break. That was thanks to Amir Safety. Over 30 years of better brands and better service with the widest choice of PPE. I wanted to ask you about the Eagles co-captains. Are you a fan of co-captains? I wanted to ask you about the Jack Jumpers run home, but we'll get to those on Monday. I don't want to talk too far ahead with the Jack Jumpers, Brent. No. One game at a time. Off to our final break of the hour. Coming back to wrap it up next.